the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Bob Bernie Live. Hey, welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. And as I said a few minutes ago, uh, this this whole hour is kind of a a potpourri, a potpourri of information, stories, and so forth. Uh, here's the one that, that I wanted to get to. I have often said that this whole thing of transitioning from either male to female, female to male, or um, from heterosexual to homosexual, it is always one way. It is never both ways. In the medical community, the psychological community, and certainly in the liberal progressive left, it is not just okay, it is wonderful if you transition from male to female, from the your birth gender to your identity, your imaginary gender. That's fine. If you move from heterosexual to homosexual, well, not, again, not only is that fine, that is absolutely wonderful, but it is always one way. It's a one-way street. A uh, school counselor is absolutely encouraged to encourage a student to go from heterosexual, cisgender, to homosexual. That's fine. If a school counselor were to do that, or a psychologist were to do that, or a pediatrician were to do that, oh my goodness, you are saving that child's life. You are doing wonderful work. On the other hand, If a kid in a high school comes to a school counselor and says, hey, I'm a boy, but I'm I'm very uncomfortable with my feelings of being attracted to other boys. I feel it, but I don't like it. I'm not comfortable with it. And I really want to get rid of those same-sex attractions. That school counselor in most states is absolutely forbidden, forbidden, to help that young boy get rid of his confusion. The same is true with the whole transgender fairy tale, transgender hoax. If if a boy says, I really think I'm a girl, well, everybody encourages that. The psychiatrists, the sociologists, the counselors, the politicians, and even many liberal pastors. But... If that very same person wants to detransition and go back to their birth gender, well, that's wrong, that's evil, that's wicked. It is completely and totally a one-way street. Isn't that bizarre? Isn't that incredibly hypocritical? But it's true. Here's another example. Here's a headline. Vermont school district officials claim 
Detransition Awareness Day would harm trans students. I don't know whether you heard, but what was it, two weeks ago? I don't know, maybe it was last week. Within the last two weeks, uh, the United States of America, with the inclusion and the encouragement of the White House, celebrated Transgender Awareness Day or something like that. I can't remember exactly what the name of it was. But it was, it was, well, it was not a federal holiday, obviously. But it was a day designated by the far progressive liberal left and embraced, encouraged, and celebrated by the White House and at the White House to celebrate those who ha- are have or either are transitioning from their birth gender to their makeup, their fantasy gender. And it was a national day. And schools all across America celebrated Transgender Awareness Day or, again, whatever it was. Well, some parents up in Vermont said, okay, So you're celebrating Transgender Awareness Day. Well, there are more and more young people and even adults that are detransitioning. They went from male to female and realized, oh, my goodness, I really am a male. I'm not happy. I made a horrible mistake, and I want to go back. And vice versa with females. This is a growing, growing trend in America, and around the world, to detransition. So a group of parents went to this Vermont school district and said, well, you have Transgender Awareness Day. Why don't we have transition or detransition Awareness Day? Let's do both. If you want to honor those going through transition into transgenderism, okay. But there are a whole lot of Young people that are detransitioning. Why don't we give them an awareness day as well? Well, like I said, it's one way. Oh, no, 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 no. A uh, parent in a parent's group emailed the school board and superintendent of Essex Westford School District in Vermont and requested to add Detransition Awareness Day on March 12th to the school calendar. And then these parents uh, suggested some books that might help students who want to detransition. Well, this is bizarre. The school did respond, and they said that all transitions— are honored in any direction during Pride Month. Really? Here's part of the statement from the school board. People who transition genders in any direction are recognized on National Coming Out Day and during National Pride Month. We would, of course, support someone transitioning in any direction. Considering transitioning gender is damaging does not align with EWSD, that's the school district's, equity policies requirement of being LGBTQIA plus affirming. Do you get that? Centering transitioning gender as damaging. So in other words, 
if they celebrate those who are detransitioning, they're implying that actually transitioning, being transgendered, is damaging. And they said, we cannot do that because that would violate their equity policies. Um. We would support any person for any reason through the current days and structures we recognize and be supportive of their transition by recognizing the gender to which they identify. Get this, and I quote, Detransition can be hurtful to transgender people and youth. We want to meet their mental needs. Uh, Like I said, it's one way, totally one way. And then the statement from the school board goes on and literally attacks the parents who wanted to have detransition Awareness Day and saying, well, we can't do that because that might harm those that are transitioning. Well, What if those students found out that transitioning and becoming transgender was harmful? They absolutely will not even consider that. Folks, it is a one-way street. That should tell you a great deal. We'll be back. Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. And welcome back. We're going to wrap things up on this uh, potpourri hour of uh, Bob Bernie Live. I wanted to get to this one. Uh, Is it going to go anywhere? I, I don't know. And this is the potential for impeachment hearings for Joe Biden, I have serious, serious doubts. We have heard now for at least a year, one bombshell report after another about the financial dealings of Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden's brother, uh, Hunter Biden's business associates, China, Romania, Ukraine, And all of that mess. And it seems, from the outside looking in, as a layman, that there is an enormous amount of evidence of impropriety in financial dealings between the president's son and the president and foreign governments. Uh, Just this morning, I read, bombshell report, Hunter Biden sent direct deposits to Joe Biden I've heard this over and over and over again, and I am not disputing the facts. I'm disputing the willingness of the Republicans, and certainly the Democrats are not going to cooperate at all. Anyway, um, I don't know that anything is going to be done. But, which brings me to this story. Speaker Johnson, this is the headline. Speaker Johnson says he believes Republicans have the votes for a Biden impeachment inquiry. Now, first of all, 
I thought they had already voted to begin an impeachment inquiry, didn't they? I I, I must be wrong, but I, I was almost positive that the Republicans had already voted to begin an impeachment inquiry. Now, you need to understand, there is a world of difference between an impeachment inquiry and impeachment proceedings. An impeachment inquiry simply says, um, we're going to look at it. Well, again, I don't understand all of the intricacies of how the House of Representatives works in impeachment, but can't they do that without an official impeachment inquiry? And once again, I thought they'd already done that. But anyway, uh, House Speaker Mike Johnson said during a Fox News interview on Saturday that he thinks the GOP has the votes to open up an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Now, please, again, understand that does not mean the same as beginning impeachment proceedings. This is just agreeing, yeah, I think maybe we should look into it. I believe we will, Johnson said, when asked if the GOP will have the votes, according to CNN. I suspect no Democrats will assist in this effort, but they should. He also said during the interview that this inquiry is a necessary step, adding, I think it's something we have to do at this juncture. Well, if even half the things that are being alleged about the business dealings of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden when Joe Biden was vice president, if even half of the things are true, of course they should investigate it. So we will see. I don't know. A tale of two parties. The Democrats are so determined to fulfill their agenda that they will trump up absolutely false charges to try to impeach President Donald Trump. No truth to it at all. They know there's no truth, but they've got an agenda. On the other hand, Republicans have real facts, real truth, solid accusations, and they're sitting around going, eh, no, we don't, you know, we don't want to cause trouble. Uh, It's frustrating. It really is. So anyway, evidently I was wrong, and evidently they have not officially begun an impeachment inquiry. But Speaker Johnson thinks they might, maybe, could, eh, might. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll keep we'll keep an eye on it. Now this is really interesting. Um, this is from one of our, and I mean our Salem Media. Uh, we own the website HotAir.com, and uh, I find it to be a very reliable news site, editorial site, HotAir.com. And uh, here is the headline from uh, today, uh, yesterday. EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, EPA's own data shows only 19% of all climate stations reported warming since 1948. 
Now we're constantly being told, we're all going to die, we're all going to die, global warming. And I, <clears throat> I continue to point out that in the 1970s, it was global cooling. And some of you are old enough to remember, and you know I'm telling the truth. It was all global cooling, global cooling. We're going to have a new ice age. That was settled science just in recent history in the 70s. Now we're going to burn to death, and all of the glaciers are going to melt, and so on and so forth. Well, here's the story. Gregory Wrightstone from CO2 Coalition is reporting that according to the EPA's own information of all of the weather stations in America, only 19% of them report an increase in the number of quote-unquote hot days since 1948. And then, obviously I can't show it to you on the radio, But there is a graph indicating all 1,066 weather stations across the United States. And of the 1,066 weather stations, 863, that would be 81%, reported either a decrease or no change in the number of what they're calling, the EPA calls, hot Days. Yeah. Only 19%. We're talking 1948. 75 years. And 81% of all the weather stations in America have not reported an increase in what they are calling hot days. Um, And then this finally, just really quick. I've mentioned this story to you before, but it's getting more and more attention. Back in 2020, the people of Oregon passed what they called Measure 110. Measure 110 decriminalized the possession of all drugs, even fentanyl, even the most powerful drugs. And, of course, they said if we decriminalize it, It will help people. We won't be sending people to jail because they're drug addicts and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You and I talk often about misplaced compassion. Well, crime is going through the roof, and I'm talking drug-related crime, and now 60% of the people in Oregon are saying, we made a mistake. Uh, Will they repeal it? I doubt it. I doubt it. But... uh, I think we here in Ohio are going to say the same thing about marijuana. Anyway, hey, folks, thank you. Thank you for joining me on this actually a beautiful Monday afternoon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.